Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Killer Collab Podcast. My name is Tony Deffenfart and Tony D. We have Chris Leto from Reaper Films. Howdy. To my other left, Joe Davison. Hi. And our special guest, James Balsamo. Good times, yes. good times. So, how are you, sir? How's uh, California treating you? Amazing, amazing. Uh, I bumped into James Woods yesterday because you can't walk anywhere without bumping into a celebrity uh, in Los Angeles. And I, uh, I picked up his, his check at the restaurant, and that was it. We sparked the conversation, and we started talking, and who knows, we might do something down the line. Very exciting. So you basically bought James Woods lunch. Awesome. You bought him lunch. That's great. James Woods. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he had so many great stories, you know what I mean? There was everything about the industry, yeah. and I was just in awe, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's Video awesome. Video, Cat's Eye. I haven't heard his name in a casino. while. Casino. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was in, what was he in where he was the the bad guy in prison? What was that movie? Uh, dream? <laughs> so many true crime with the... Yeah, maybe... You know, yeah, uh, hmm. yeah, he's great. But what's his name? Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. That guy? Yeah, I, I think I've heard of that guy once or twice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How was uh, how was your holidays? Great. Uh, I filmed a Christmas special with uh, Andy Dick and Danny Coopsy called Raven Man Slender Saves Christmas." <laughs> so that was fun. How how is it to work with Mr. Andy Dick? Uh, I made another movie with Andy called Hollywood Werewolf, where he's the werewolf, okay. and then he's real hot. I can so see that. I always like working with Andy. It's probably building a werewolf. I'd be an animal trainer. You know what I mean? You have to like, be on your toes and ready for them to attack viciously at any given moment. Speaking of. Or they could go over and, you know, stand up on a bar like a dancing bear. You never know. Is that Andy Dick in your office right now? I have I have three dogs because I am a maniac. So wow. yeah. I got two puppies at the same time, like three months ago, and then I have had a dog for like four years, and so they they have their moments throughout the day. That was one of them. Nice. Well, well, at, least, at least you have some entertainment. Yeah. At least you have entertainment throughout the day. I just got to deal with Joe every once a week. Yeah, every <laughs> once a week. <laughs> nice. Good times. So what are, you working, what are you working on now? I know you know, I just spoke about that. Yeah, you got a lot. Yeah. yeah so I've, I've got seven films in production oh, at the moment. Uh, shit. How do you think It's called Tumi, the Hungry Tumor. It's got Tom Arnold in it, Fred Stoller. Nice. Uh, from Dumb and Dumber. Uh, Ted Lang from The Love Boats in it. Ken Davidian from Borat. It's, it's got a great cast in that one. And that is a, a killer tumor made by Joe Castro. And uh, the stock animation is done by Richard Spencer from Speeden. Speeden? So, Some Speeden. Very nice. Yeah. Some Speeden. So and then uh, my film, Alien Danger, that I made with Bill Victor Rukin and Seth Doc Ramon, just premiered at the Chinese Theater. Uh, last month, and so I'm doing a sequel to that. Oh wow! I've got uh, Doug Bradley, you know, aka Pinhead himself, yeah. is in that. He voices this bug monster. 
Nice. And uh, Sergeant Slaughter's on that one too. Do you do your own uh, casting yeah. directing? What did you say? Do you do your own casting? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do live casting too. I do all sorts of casting. <laughs> Are you also a fisherman? No, I, I'm, I'm curious because all these movies, like, you got to have time for that. How do you have time to cast all these movies, direct the movies, and write the movies? And, like, I don't have time to take a shit each right day. You know, it's a balancing act. I've been doing it for 15 years, and this is kind of like all I do on a daily basis. Like, it, you guys know, right? I know, Joe, you know what yeah. it's like to, to do it. It's, yeah. it's a 24-hour business. It's, like, yeah. there's somebody that you hire to do something that's messaging you at 2 o'clock in the morning, and you have to answer them because you won't hear from them for days if you don't. Right. You know? right. it's, it's like you're always on a high alert. I, I have terrible insomnia. I mean, I've, I've had it my whole life. I just don't sleep. I'm one of those guys that's like, a shark where they're like, yeah, they sleep, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I get about four hours a night. I think that's most of us in this industry, though. Yeah. Except for Chris, who likes to go to bed at 10 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, who's that? I'm out. I'm over six, so, yeah. But I, but I love it. You know what I mean? So for me, it's, it's not torture. In fact, I'm thinking of a bad movie, like, right now. Like, I'm like, oh, a Zoom call, and then a snake comes out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I have distribution, so whenever it goes through Walmart, Best Buy, Barnes & Noble, so that's why I just kind of keep cranking it oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. after movie because I have the platform for it. So it's just like, and now that's in Walmart. So it's like, oh, what can I think of? So Well, that's, that's what I was saying. Like, I really do think like you're kind of like your own entity now. You're becoming this this independent uh, kooky director who people are falling in love with, man, and it's noticeable all over the place. I appreciate that, Joe. And I know Joe and I did a convention uh, years ago, and we kind of, you know. Was that Tampa Bay Screams, or was that something else? It was in Tampa. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was Tampa Bay Screams. Yeah. I, I still have my Killer Waves t-shirt. Oh, nice. I still have it, man. <laughs> but, you know, and I was explaining to them that like that's how we met. You know, we, uh, you were across the table from me. Yeah. Yeah, and we just started huh. talking and sharing videos, and you know. Which videos? Oh uh, well. <laughs> all the ones with your mom in them. And, uh, so <laughs> she's the star. <laughs> but I just been, I just enjoyed a lot just watching you blossom, man, and become this, this, uh, this guy who I'm starting to envy, man, with your suits. You know, like, you got, like, it's just great seeing you out there, man. It's great. I appreciate that, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I hope we do get to do something, because I know I reached out to you right yeah, now. I missed so. my opportunity one time, man. I'm sorry. That's you know, right. I'll never, it's going to be one of those things where, like, I don't give a fuck if I win an Oscar one day. I'm just going to be like, I'm sorry. I missed my opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I kick myself every day. Can't say I didn't try, Joe. I know. I, exactly. I know. I know. But, yeah. But, I mean, uh, you know, what can I say? The movies are fun. They're yeah. Fun. So, give me a rundown of your, like, your daily. Like, what do you do? Like, when you get up, what's the first thing you do? I'm not talking about you. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know what you do. I go to, I go to this restaurant uh, in Studio City called Arts. You know, it's funny, like, uh, People think like Hollywood Boulevard, that's like where it's at, but like all A-lister celebrities 
hang out on this block uh, in Studio City where arts is. It's like unbelievable. I can't tell you how many celebrities I've bumped into and I'm like, hey, you want to be in a movie? So like, it's like fishing cameos <laughs> like, as soon as I wake up. Uh, I can't wait to see the fucking documentary. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, that's how it starts, and then I come back and I uh, I edit something or I post something on the on the internet that just promotes whatever I'm doing, and then uh, and then I usually write something like oh uh, a head explodes, and then I have to like either cast somebody's head or call mm, yeah. Joe Castro or another Tom Devlin. Tom Devlin just did the effects for this movie they did called From Dusk to Dawn. Yeah, and right. uh, that's got you know Charles Wright, aka Papa Shango, aka the Godfather, in it, and uh, Kiki Dare's in that. Uh, Randy Blythe from Lamb of God is in that, and uh, Ken Susie, the guitar player from Earth, is in that too. So, uh, you know, it depends. I reach out to like a whole bunch of different artists yeah. and. It's kind of you know that's filmmaking. It's like a collaboration. So it's just a day of gathering, you know what I mean? People that want to fight this good fight for cinema. Is this is this where you saw yourself going, like, when you made your, let's just say, like, for what was your first movie? Uh, Hack Hack Jobs. Jobs. What was that, 2011? Yeah. Now, did you see yourself here ten years later? No, I'm not one of those guys, you know what I mean? I just kind of did it, and I, I still, people are like, oh, you just premiered at the Chinese theater, that's the biggest yeah. theater, you know what I mean? Like, what's next? And I'm like, I don't know, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not one of those guys, you know what I mean? It's like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? I'm like, I don't. Yeah. I'm just, just going to make killer movies with Andy Dick and whatever yeah. it takes me, that's where we go. Yeah, that's great, man. That's a hell of a... You, it's just like that... Uh, you know, I feel like you're very much on that like line of those guys from the 70s, you know what I mean, who just, like, you know, uh, Roger Corman. He just made movies, man. He just made movies. Yeah, you know? appreciate that. Yeah. I love Roger Corman's stuff. I just actually got uh, Jim Ramorski to do a cameo for me, and he got his start from uh, Roger Corman. You know, he did Chopping Mall. Mm, yeah. yeah. Stalker two and a whole bunch of other stuff. I used to have a poster for Chopping Mall. I just saw Chopping Mall again. It was on Pluto TV. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it's really I had like... the poster in my room. My parents like flipped out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a like a hand with a bunch of um, like I want to say armor. Now I haven't seen it in a long time. I want to say yeah. it's like a metal hand with like knight armor, but it's like blades mm. and it's holding a bag. I think there's a head in the bag. Oh, blood's yeah. dripping down. Yeah, that's the poster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it was over my bed, and then I named the nether. It was one. over your bed. It was, no, it was. It was at the head of my bed. Oh, I was gonna say over, over your bed. We used to put like Playboys and stuff like that. Is that where you're supposed to put them? Nah. I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Uh, I don't know. I I like to hold the picture while I rape it. <laughs> 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 hey, Chris, you're mighty quiet over there. What's happening? Just uh, listen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Although, I, I, I don't think I've seen you blink once. No, man. <laughs> I thought he just did a cardboard. figures you got back there. That was the real Yeah. Yeah, his walls are filled. I'm just jealous. They're literally hanging on the walls. 
Nice. I like I like your Sid Haig. I produced Sid Haig's last film, Hanukkah, the first Jewish slasher film. Mm-hmm. This is uh, Dick Miller's last film also. Oh, man. a great guy. Wow. Yeah, I got, his, uh, I got his autograph. That's spooky and uh, super nice and real yeah. shame. Yeah, it's a terrible shame. I met him. Yeah. You talking about Sid Haig? Yeah. Yeah, I met him at uh, Spooky, which is in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good uh, show. I've done that show. Yeah, and uh, he was there, and Gunnar Hansen was there, <laughs> and the guys from Ghost Hunters, Stephen Tango, were there. I got to hang out with all those guys. Uh, like out, like outside, it was cool. Did you, Did you guys ever see Mosquito with Gunnar Hansen? No. Mm. Oh my God, it's a it's an amazing giant bat movie, and so of course everyone talks to him about Texas. So I had to talk to Gunnar about Mosquito, and he loved that movie. He was like, it had a giant opening in New York. He was like really proud of this like silly. Giant bug movie. It was incredible. Yeah, that's one of those guys I want to. I got your You know, like you got your, you got like I'm sure you guys have it too. Where like I, my goal, like I can't wait to work with like King Hodder. Like I'd love yeah. to work with him on set and Bill Mosley and and uh and oh, damn it, I can't think of his name now. He played Ape Sapien. What the mm-hmm. fuck is his name? Doug, Doug, Doug Jones. Doug oh, Jones. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love, like those are the guys like you know and then of course I'd also love to work with Andy Dick I think it'd be fucking hysterical to put him in a role and have him how, how, how is he on set Andy Dick you yeah. said it was like a training a dog yeah like, he's fun you know what he's brilliant you know that that's the truth of it is that he knows the business so well yeah. and he knows comedy so well that like when he's in it it's 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 incredible to watch you know what I mean like because like you understand that you're making content, right? Like you're making a product for people to watch. Yeah. And so behind the scenes, he's like, he's really involved. He's like, oh, no, no, no. It would be funnier if you like, you grab him and you kiss him like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> like, he's, he's just like so in it when he's in it. Hmm. That's great, man. Uh, yeah, because like yeah, I, I like fun, I, crazy dude. Yeah, I, I thought it would just be like off the wall bonkers. That's what I, I would think he would. I think he would be like difficult on set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, you know, like, like contain him. It's uh, like a jump would be like. <laughs> it's always an event. I'll say that. <laughs> but he has moments of brilliance, and yeah. that's really cool to see. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Now, who's the one person that you would like to work with soon, and you think it would be attainable? Oh, I don't know. Now I, I, uh, I got James Woods in my sights now. What's he? He's about seventy-eight. Is he that old? Seventy-four. He's, he's seventy-four. Wow. And he is spry. Let me yeah, tell you, man. He, yeah. he like shot up. He's like old school classy. You know what I mean? Like I brought him breakfast. They were like that guy over there, and he like hopped out of the seat. We came over to the table, and he's like, "Thank you." You know what I mean? Yeah. He introduced himself, and he just started chatting up. Like I said, I was talking to him for like forty-five minutes. It was unbelievable. Yeah, that's, that's that's the takeaway right there, man. He gave his time to you. Yeah. He appreciated yeah. that you bought him breakfast and. Gave it his time. What do you have for breakfast? Yeah, what'd you buy? Uh, I think he had eggs or something like that. Those were crazy. Nice. No, like eggs Benedict or. See, that's the goal as a celebrity. You just like wake up and be like, 
I'm gonna go sit in this restaurant until somebody buys me breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do every morning. I'm still waiting for that to happen. <laughs> That's why I got married. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a I'm an at home actor, I like to call it. <laughs> yeah, at at, you know, at home dad or whatever. Yeah. At home actor. <laughs> Oh man! So, you know, I mean, with COVID, and that's my excuse now for everything. How's it been? How's COVID been with you guys back in LA? Horrible. It was. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's horrible. You know what I mean? It's like everybody's on their toes all day, but uh, we're out there in the trenches doing it. Joe, you just came out, right? You did yeah. a, a movie that's yeah. already uh, the damned. Is that what it's yeah. called? Sorry, the damned. Yeah. Yeah, we had strict guidelines, man. Our producer, you might know Bernie. You know Bernie Stern? Mm-mm. He's a producer nope. out there. You guys would get along. Yeah. Uh, he's a cool dude, too, man. He, he produces. He's in New York right now shooting a horror film. Uh, uh-huh. But he made it. He, he was our head producer. And he made it so we had to have COVID tests every week. And right. we had to have a COVID compliance officer on set. Yeah. It, cost, uh, it was an extra, like, 40 grand for that wow. for all of yeah. them because they had to have it just like constantly had to give out masks and shit like that and gloves and sanitizer and you know we were fighting with actors and crew because people didn't want to wear masks and they did want to wear masks and then there was you know the the argument of like you know the makeup like what do you go to makeup get your makeup on then put your mask on and go to set and then what makeup comes out and sits a set and remakes up your makeup like what you know, so like, there's a, there was a lot of like, yeah. We had some official COVID person show up at random. We were at this place called RSI. You shot mm. there. Uh-uh. It's uh, t- dude, you need to look up RSI, man, because there's a million and one uh, locations on one location. It's a giant. Uh. uh, it's huge, dude. There's a hospital. There's a couple warehouses. There's like an old um police station. There's a giant carousel. It's uh I don't know, man. We shot six days there. Uh, okay. we used the same house that uh American Horror Story uses our sorority house. Oh cool. And I know where that is. It's, That's right. It's right there on that site, RSI. Wherever that uh, is. Because you know how expensive that would be if we did that here. It will never happen in Florida because yeah. there's the infrastructure not here for it to happen. Yeah. Um, LA's, LA's got a hundred years of infrastructure. <laughs> to have those difficult locations all in one spot. Yeah. Dude, they got out. a full three-story hospital there, James. If you need a hospital. That's awesome. And they're cheap. Uh, they're not Riverfront just, Stages, I think it's called? Uh, RSI, I, I don't know. That's yeah, all I, I know mm-hmm. is RSI. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder what cheap is. <laughs> uh, I don't think we paid. I mean, I think we paid, you know, what seemed a fair price. Yeah. Because we were there for, I think, eight days. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, we built a whole set in the place. They let us build a set. Oh, yeah. And it shoot good. all around the location. Yes, I'll take that place out. Yeah, man. So, so it's like a backlot type of deal? It's like a huge, yeah, but it was like a small community, <laughs> I guess, that got shut down. I don't know what it was, but there's a hospital. And mm. and uh, in one warehouse, there's like a giant. There's like all these walk-in freezers that you can walk. Like they all connect, so you have like all these weird square rooms, with plastic hanging up in them and shit. 
and then there's like a full industrial sized kitchen. We shot we shot in there. We did like a chase scene through there. A uh, bunch of offices, and then there's a, a three story hospital. Then there's like a psychiatric unit. There's dude, there's so much wow. shit there. I want, I want I want a room with padded walls. That'd be they sh- fun. They shot a lot of stuff there. They shoot stuff there all the time. When we were there, there also was um, two shows shooting for CBS. One was some show with a bunch of kids in in a in jail or something. I don't know what that was, but there was a bus. Two buses pulled up with like fifty extras, all in jumpsuits, hmm. like outside where we were shooting. And then uh, Chicago Fire shoots there. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So it was. It's great, man. Check that, it out. Is that the one with Sorry. Dennis Leary? I don't know. No, no. That, I don't know what that is. I know what you're talking about though. But he's a fire. Right. I thought that was Chicago not the same fire. thing. No. I don't, I don't, I don't know, watch too much TV. I don't know. I'm just telling you, yeah. James. Check it out. You're gonna love it. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. As I was saying, it was great. Thanks. Yeah, it's and they're. That, that's I don't one think of our, they're too expensive, man. Like you could probably yeah. get there for like a couple of days and, and shoot them up to the hospital or some shit, you know. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah as filmmakers, that locations is one of the very hard things to do, right, Chris? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever get your locker room for your movie coming up? Yes, yeah, so I got a locker room. It only took four months, but I got one. Yeah. Yeah. Only four. And months. you only have how many naked girls in there? Uh, five. You have five naked girls in there, and you... okay, when are you shooting that? Uh, the... precisely the date, the time, and the I have the schedule. Hold on. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. Joe's just gonna show up randomly on set. <laughs> I probably have my fucking baby with me though. <laughs> I mean, be like, Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Now I take too weird. It, that that was weird. Right. That was very yeah, weird. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. See what I have to deal with all the time? You see this, James? It's tough, man. It's tough being, uh, you know, well, James knows is good looking and funny. It's tough being that. Those two things, man. Just keep the compliments coming. I'll stay. It's tough to be that. You, you keep stroking his ego and stroking something. Well, I've been stroking! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. But yeah, I, I always wanted to work with like Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary just seems like oh, he'd be a blast to be on set with. I heard he's an asshole. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's from nice. Boston, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, okay, so I was looking, James. You have like uh, not only do you have one like Alien Danger, but you're working on like a third Alien Danger. Yeah, we should have me. Yeah, like, how is, I just, my, my brain is, like, just baffled at how fast you're turning out content. Do you have, like, a million people working for you? I have a few, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. How do you budget for stuff like that right, when you're doing multiple How projects? are you even, oh, yeah, how are you, yeah, how'd you have time for this? That's what I'm worried. Like, uh, so I shot the first Alien Danger in two weeks, and then we shot the second one. Uh, like four months after that, in another two weeks, and then I think we've got the schedule for the third one for a week, and then we're doing a Halloween special, just like they did the Christmas special. So we'll be doing a few holiday. Uh, Vance Thunder saves Halloween spinoffs kind of thing. So I love it, man. I love it. Do you you know Joel, right? Wine Coop. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Have you used him in any of your stuff? 
Because I feel like that's a pairing that would just be like magic. I haven't. I, I used Tim Ritter, though. Tim has oh, yeah. been to a few of my films. Uh, I think he's in my second film on School Regrets. You know, so I know Tim a long time, and he's great to work with. Because I love Killing Spree, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, other Truth or Dare, and stuff like that. So, But Joe's a nice guy, yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, I reach great, out and appreciate that. He, uh... Have you had Joe on one of your films? Uh, he's on. I have a show on YouTube called South of Central. It's a. Uh, it's about a washed up child actor who, kind of just hates everything now in life and just still gets shit on. Uh, mm-hmm. He plays that character's father. Uh, okay. Who's cool. a shady bastard who took all his money when he was like sixteen. So like, right. yeah. So Joel's character is like this rich asshole who basically left his son to die after his son made millions of dollars in Hollywood. Mm. It's great. It's really funny. He, I just let him go. I just got on set and he started talking. I was like, he's not even on the script. Anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't even, I don't even know if he knows how to remember lines. He just I, goes. That's the best. Who needs written dialogue? <laughs> go. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. Do your thing. Right. Yeah. Funny story with Joel. Um, we, I had him in my movie Rough Cut, and him and Bob Grazier were bums. And one of the guys paid him money to fight, and whoever won the fight would get the money. So we had this bum fight in Ebor City, and uh, after we finished, we were on the sidewalk looking at the footage, and some lady walked by, and she started yelling at us, "We should be ashamed of yourself." She thought we were like staging bum fights and videoing them. That's great. <laughs> so then, so then Joe and Bob went into this restaurant to go to the bathroom and they threw them out because they thought they were homeless people. That's great. What's the craziest thing that's happened to you on set? Probably a lot. I imagine there's a lot that have happened. What did you say? What's the craziest thing that you've had happen? On set? Yeah. Oh, or outside uh, of set, anywhere. What's the craziest thing? No, not you know what I mean. It's all a facade. It's all. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's been pretty easy. Like actors come in, they do their bit, I give them money, and they leave. It's Hollywood. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm grateful that I don't have any horror stories over the years. So. That's yeah. That's pretty cool. That uh, I, I don't know. I can't imagine all the movies you've done. That's just crazy. So who, who does your uh, poster art? Which yeah. Jeff Sorno does a lot of it. I use like several different artists. But Jeff Sorno, he does uh, the Godzilla comic books for IDW. Yeah. <clears throat> and I also use um, Sasha Dave, Flyface, uh, Alex Pyromalis. He's from Greece. Uh, Bob East does a lot of my titles. So there's you know a whole bunch of different. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Now. <laughs> interesting. Oh man, Chris, you've been pretty quiet. Yeah. What's happening, bro? But uh, you know, he's, he's just listening. Just and just and I feel out of my. I feel out of my element because I'm not like there with you guys. Yeah. 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 You feel weird. You, you, can't, you don't feel like you're like a part of the conversation? I feel like an outsider. I feel like I'm not part of the show. You feel like you're just, so just kind of like a stalker, like listening to everything? <laughs> you're right in the center. 
You're right in center screen. Like, how, how do you feel that you're not part of You're literally in center screen. It's just you. It's different. <laughs> I'm, I'm, knowing how, I'm uh, learning how the other half is now. The other half. I got the people that we have on the room. Yeah. So, I think, yeah. Uh, you know, like, yeah. I'm doing in the face. Like, where everything's happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I can't believe uh, all, the, all the deaths that have been happening. Yes. In the celebrity world. Betty White, yeah, I know. Crazy, now Bob Saget over here in Orlando, yeah, just crazy, man. Um, and it's just like, yes, yeah, just like the first two weeks of the year. Yeah, everybody dropped dead. I read a thing this morning. She died. Betty White died because she had a stroke. Yeah, yeah, she had a stroke prior. At least it wasn't crazy. She struck it. That's all we do here. Like I said, at least it wasn't COVID. At least, at least they got through COVID. Never. Yeah, yeah exactly. So like Sidney Poitier was actually one of my one of my favorites. Like the like he's just he was just amazing actor. Yeah. Amazing actor. Yeah. Betty White is probably one of the funniest souls I ever seen in, ever in my life. I don't ever post about celebrity deaths ever. I don't because yeah. I don't really I, I'm not friends with those people. I don't know them. You know what I mean? Like why would I post anything you know about? Uh, death of somebody I don't understand. It's sad. Some of it. But yeah. Betty White, that hit me pretty hard, man. I yeah. posted. Uh, I knew it was coming though, you know. But well, I've been. Years old. <laughs> well, I've been a big fan of hers for years. Like when you're 99 years old, death is knocking on your door daily. Like. Well, of course. Come on, we're just like trying yeah. to ignore it as long as we can. Yeah. It's still sad, man. Yeah. It's still, and, and what's worse is 17 days before our 100th birthday party. I know. Like that's what yeah. sucks. You know, yeah. she lived all this time and they had this sure. celebration plan for her and she dies. Yeah, but like you said, she lived all this time. I mean, maybe, man, that's, that's yeah. a long life. That's a long, good life. Fantastic. <laughs> I hope I get to 59. <laughs> so you hope to get Chris's age? Yeah, at least. <laughs> I mean, that gives me a good 13 years from now. What you can I do? <laughs> what can I Oh, I got puppy. Look at that one. I just look <laughs> What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> but Bob Saget, that's, I always wanted to be on set with him. Just wanted to, like, can yeah. you imagine, like, him being on set at Full House and then having, like, right on set, like, when the camera's off, having such a potty mouth that he was just, like, he was the number one typical dad, and then he just yeah. wanted to be, like, this motherfucker, <laughs> like, like out of nowhere after that. Yeah. Like Bill Crosby, right? Dirty work too, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Norman Norman Norman. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I guess we're never gonna see a sequel of that because after oh, Norman yeah, and uh, years, so. well, look at they look at remade, Matrix. They just remade Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That sounds like a fucking dumpster fire. Actually, did we see the trailer for it? It actually looks really good. Shut up! No, it does not. <laughs> no, I'm sure. Like I thought it looked really good. No. I mean. A different take on the whole thing. It's yeah. just more like a drama than anything. Is it about yeah. white dudes this time? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> do the Carlton. Yeah. Joe will do it. Are they going to do <laughs> I wonder what else they're going to remake. Everything. Horrible. Everything. Horrible. <laughs> I, I want them to remake Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but use Carlton for when he's in Ticks. And then he turns into that giant tick. Yeah. He's just pacing Will Smith as a giant tick. The rest of eight seasons. 
Yeah, that's the more back and forth. I like green screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally, it's the of the earth, Jake. That's kind of happening now. He has his own show on Discovery. He's yeah. going around. That's what it's called. It's Will. Is that it's a show about the planet, but it's called Will. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, he's bigger than the planet. Well, yeah. Right. You know, he's uh, he's getting up there where the rock is. I don't think you can get into any country and not he not being re- recognizable. Yeah, and then he teaches the planet how to play tennis, and he's like, "Yeah, see what I did there." <laughs> <laughs> what about like Uzbekistan? He's probably not. Nobody probably knows who he is. You don't know. Yeah, there's Netflix everywhere. Uh, now, yeah. now there is. They just signed a big worldwide deal. Yeah. They were having trouble before. You probably, I don't know who, you, I don't know how close you guys follow that kind of shit, but I do very closely because it all involves distribution. But Netflix was having problems getting properties worldwide because a lot of these guys who make a movie sell off their foreign rights mm. because they make money quicker that way. Like yeah. a horror director, we sell our German rights usually first <laughs> because Germany's always up to buy a horror film. Right, so now you don't have your German market, but Netflix didn't want that. They wanted products now where they could. Uh, now they are uh, now they're able to do worldwide. So they they now they can acquire IPs that are totally open and have worldwide rights. Worldwide rights. Worldwide wipes. <laughs> worldwide wipes. <laughs> oh, worldwide wipes. They love it. Yeah. Oh, so, boy. anyways, in case you guys need to know that, like, Netflix yeah. is now taking products or looking at products that are absolutely 100% worldwide. So, if you don't have any of your part, you know, any of your uh, material, any part of your movie sold to any foreign distributor, they are now accepting open products. So, that goes that's out there. Def- definitely good to know. Yeah. But, but unless you have a VPN, that really doesn't. You can't watch because there's uh, on different Netflix versions. There's different movies that you can watch on different uh, countries. Yeah, because every country has different rights to different movies. So right, well that's why they want worldwide rights. Say it again. <laughs> worldwide rights. <laughs> worldwide rights. Still go with take three. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, yeah. So. Anyways, uh, that that goes out to even all the listeners out there who yeah. make movies. Yeah. How'd you guys meet? What's the story there? Your bridge version of parts. Uh, they had me in as a guest, and I didn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were trying to grass out for like six months. Yeah. 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 yeah we, we, sprayed, we sprayed and everything. It just keeps coming back. Yeah. Uh, I was like, you oh. don't understand how this works. We have you on the show, and you don't come back. <laughs> I was like, no way, my interview is only 15 minutes. It was an hour. And then I, play into the joke. Play into the joke, man. Do you do that? You, well, I'm listen, your improv class hasn't started yet. But I can't wait till you fucking learn. <laughs> no, but then um, I met Chris through a movie, I don't know, like, how long ago was that? That was... What was that website? It was like buttstuff.com. Well, we worked on Dead Residents, right? That was yeah. the first one we did. Yes, that was And awesome. then we were on Naked Cannibal Campers. Yep. And then we did. And we did a bit on Zero Day. 
Yeah. I was not a part of any of those. Because I don't get invited to the parties. But if I do, I... Never mind. I can't can't continue this. (laughs) (laughs) He he, he likes to be the play toy. (laughs) He likes to be enjoyed. I'm the middle cuddle. We know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, So, yeah. So, we just met... It was random. It was all random. Nine was you called. Oh, yeah. well, I think we put a casting call up and you responded to it. And we were like, hey, Tony's got a crew. This is certainly not crew. We found another situation where we were like, kept making movies and Tony just kept showing up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get rid of me either. <laughs> they tried. Failed. But they couldn't get their actresses to stay. No, you have another scene tomorrow. Where are you going? (laughs) Come back. Is she leaving for good? (laughs) Well, these actresses are so unreliable nowadays. Uh, It's horrible, man. Actors, too. It's horrible. Well, in the low-budget world, I don't don't know about your experience, James. (laughs) Have you had people fall out last minute? Yeah, so uh, I'll tell you. uh, (laughs) I was living in New York. And uh, a buddy of mine from film school was living in California, and I was like, oh, I really want to go to California. That's Hollywood, right? So can I crash on your couch for two weeks and make a slasher film? And he was like, yeah. So I casted a whole movie from New York with complete strangers, and uh, by the third day, they were like, okay, we're leaving. (laughs) (laughs) And so I... I had to make a whole movie around like three days of these like flaky LA actresses. Oh my god! And that's killer waves. Like it took me like six months to finish it because I just had to piece together like all this crazy stuff and like green screen some of them with the killer in frame. <laughs> like I had to like freeze frame like yeah. a moment and then like green screen and murder weapon. It was crazy. But yeah, they like marvel. Actresses and actors are terrible. Like Hitchcock said, they're dogs. You know what I mean? But uh, he definitely treated them like them. Yeah, like it, it depends because some are great and they know that it's a business, and then some are pretending. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, I'm an actor, but they don't—they don't have a desire to put in the work. They just want the credit. Because when the movie came out, we all know it in Best Buy, you better believe they all came running back and were like, oh, like, can, can we do another movie? Like, oh, I, you know what I mean? I didn't right. realize when you said you had already made, like, 15 movies, that you were precious with going to Walmart, that it was actually going to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, some actors are, they're like, you know, oh, I want to be an actor, and then they're like, oh, wait a minute, I have to actually, like, go to set and, like, you know, uh, this is a job. I, I got it with this machine where I just take a picture with the camera, and I'm like, look, I'm, I'm an actor. I'm on set. Yeah, exactly. We had a girl for our, our first shoot. Um, everybody's showing up. We're waiting. Freaking lead girl never shows up. Never called, nothing. No call, no show. So we're all standing around like, are you kidding me? Like, what is going to happen now? So we we literally found another girl to replace her in like two hours. I'd sent her the script. She was reading it on her way to the shoot. And uh, she actually ended up being pretty good. And it kind of worked out for the better, I think. But uh, oh, you know, it always does. It always works out for the better. 
I mean, in my first film, I had an actor not show up, but I needed to get it done for a festival, so I replaced him with a sock puppet. <laughs> and so the scene was two sock puppets because the actor never showed up. And that's out, you know what I mean? In Walmart, when I first seen just because he never showed. So you got to do whatever you got to do as a filmmaker. You just got to be creative and be prepared for plan B through See, X. now, as an actor... And that's what job is. I mean, if everything went perfect, we pretty much are needed. I mean, yeah. So problem solver... the flip side of that. Really because as an actor, when I went out to L.A. for my first movie, which was a short film... Uh, I showed up, uh, my friend, they flew me out, uh, I get there, they're on lunch. The cast and crew are kind of all sitting around a table, eating and stuff, and I come in and the producer introduces me, uh, to like the director, and I'm kind of talking to them for a minute, and I walk around the corner where the, everybody's sitting, and I was like, what's up guys? They all just stopped and looked at me, not one of them introduced themselves, not one of them said hello. Yeah. Not they fucking thought I was a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Right? You're and a this, dog. This is the fucking <laughs> this is like the lead actors who I'm about to do scenes with and shit. So then we get into the moment we're standing on set and we're about to do the scene and this the director comes up to me and this is a flashback scene now, right? So he's like, Okay, I want you to visualize that you are in the past, but you're now being viewed in the future as yourself. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> and I was just like, who talks like that? Who, yeah. who, who talks like that as a director? Because yep. I would yeah. never say anything like that to any of my actors. Like that, ever. Yeah, you get it from all ends. I, I love that story. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know. Well, but then I also have it from the director's side where it's like, yeah, they fucking didn't even show up yeah. to set. Yeah. Or they they got a hair. They got, they've been in the movie five days. they got two days left. They go and get a fucking haircut. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Well, I thought I could because I had the day off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I had a guy, uh, shit, he had a beard, like, the whole movie, and we had two shoots left, and he saved. Yeah. And he showed up the shut, set, clean shit, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why did you do that? So we had to, like, put mascara on his face, and, like, it was ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> I was so mad at him. That's yeah. funny. That's yeah, the black guy for that scare kind of move, but so was so cool. It's a beautiful nightmare. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's a it's a love. It is the epitome of a love hate relationship. Yeah, yeah. Really is, I love yeah. every second of it, and I also hate every second of it. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. That's our yeah. industry. That's our industry. Yeah. But it, what, know, what what are you gonna do? Work at McDonald's. And it's so addicting. Like when you finish one, you're like, oh god, I need to make another one and be tortured. I can't wait. Or when you're in the middle of it, you're like, I'm never making a movie ever again. Yeah. And then when you finish, you're like, let's do another one. Yeah. It is a sickness. Yeah. For sure. what, my it's wife right. calls it a PMS for me because if I don't work on a project like every six months, she's like, you get fucking cranky. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. We're all masochists. Yeah, she's like, either like you need to find more money, or you need to become a better actor. Because you either neither 
make a gig or get a gig. Yeah. So become a better actor. Yeah. Well. I was like, thanks, man. Yeah. I was like, I'll get out. Mm. Leave the money on the table. <laughs> she just wants you out of the house. That's, That's true. Right. I know. That's why. I, right. Get out. Yeah. Go do something. Go make some money and give it to me. <laughs> Is that how a marriage works? No? I don't know. Who's married here? I'm not married. No. I have. That was your fault. Is, was it? I don't know. I blame a lot of her. <laughs> you know. I think it's 90% your fault. Uh, 50 at that. <laughs> not 90. I didn't. She, she carried it for nine months. At some point, she could have been like, I don't want to carry this anymore. There's stairs everywhere. Right. I know, man. <laughs> Tell me about it. She pushes me down them all the time. She's like, this is how we lose our children. I'm like, I don't think this is it. <laughs> That's brutal. Brutal. So what in current society has been plaguing you now, James? What, what has been like going – instead of – unless you're making movies, what's, what goes through your mind other than that? Like what do you deal with outside of movies? Like what's your hobbies? What, what else do you like to do? No. No. Nothing? <laughs> have a hobby. It's a hobby. I, I put all of my hobbies into my work. Like, uh, you know, I play music, and so I do soundtrack stuff. I sculpt. Nice. So there's like any passion I had is now been thrown into the workload. So it's like the the pet projects just become something else for fuel for the movie beast. You know what I mean? So that's that's all there is. That's all I want to do, man. Make movies. That's all I want to do. Exactly. And then you got to raise money. How you you clearly have a, a pattern. So are you? Self-sustaining at this point, or are you still like making decks and going out and finding funding and trying to get all that side of it as well? So not only are you writing and producing, but now you're pitching and funding and yeah. All right. Yeah, it's all, it's, it's simply put, folks. It's the hustle yeah. that never stops. Yeah. Ever. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's just like jumping from one burning ship to another burning ship. Yeah, that's sinking slower. Eventually, yeah, you'll make it to a ship that's not on fire and that floats. Yeah, you're like, look, I built this ship. And then as soon as you get somebody yeah. else on it, it explodes. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, my God. And you're like, don't worry, I've got 12 of these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got to go. Bye. Bye. You go the ship. Yeah. This one's better than that one. I'm telling you. Yeah, exactly. It's like you make the Titanic over and over and over. Yeah. It'll never sink. Right. If I make enough of them fast enough, I'll just never die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll always be on top of the water. Yeah. Not below it. Like lily pads. All right. Basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every burning ship is a lily pad? Pretty much. I mean, they're all going to go You're down. You're croaking. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Are your movies on streaming? Anywhere? Or do you have a bunch of one? Yeah, so I just signed a new contract with my uh, distributor for like Redbox and Amazon Prime and all that stuff. But I have to physically send them a hard drive, so it's just my lack of time that has prevented me from being on those platforms. But they will be on there. So it's just a matter of drive. Speaking of, uh, I'd like to take a moment away from our guests just for a minute. Sorry, sir. But it's about Redbox. I just got a text message uh, that a movie I directed called Mr. Engagement 
I don't know if you can see it. I can't see the camera. Uh, it kind of is. I can't see that. Now it's blurry. You're blurry. Blurry. Anyways, your face. Uh, a romantic comedy director called Mr. Engagement is on Redbox as of today. Congrats. That's awesome. Yeah. That's nice awesome. segue. Thank you. Yeah, you set it up. Yeah, I did. You're welcome. <laughs> Redbox streaming or in the box? Uh, streaming. VOD. Nice. So, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's awesome. That was a fun little okay. project. You know? How long, that? How long ago was that? Not too long ago. Uh, I don't know, five years maybe? It took a while to get edited, so let's say you shot it. It took a year. We had some pickups we had to do. So, yeah, about five years. Hmm. I mean, it seems like a long time, but that's all right. It's out. Who cares? It's amazing. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. It's got Joe Wine in it. Nice. He plays uh, the boss. It's the first time he wasn't loud or screaming or kicking something. Is that what the boss is supposed to do? Yeah. You know? And that was a lot of like, Joe, settle down. Let's bring it in, buddy. Sit your, it's just at a desk, bro. There's no you, The guy's just coming in to say, hey, can I just throw a chair at him? No. <laughs> Are you supposed to let Joel do what he does? Yeah, well, sometimes, I mean, you got to continue. Yeah, you know, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, my goal is to, like, make a million dollar, you know, well, I already did that. So my, my new goal is to make a bigger movie yeah. and put Joel in it, where he's yeah. got, like, a substantial role. He did an opening to this show. He you did know? the he did an opening to the Killer Collab podcast. He did? Yeah. He did, uh, well... He was a guest, and he was also... He didn't go away either. Well, he, he did a, I, we did an episode at Tampa Bay Screams, and he opened that show. Oh, nice. Yeah, this year, so that was fun. All right. Yeah. I haven't seen Joel in a while. How's he doing? I don't know. Did anyone talk to him? I don't I was saying, yeah. Yeah, James? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, okay. So where where are most of your props and, and uh, creatures? Are they My in gosh. Are they? Back to the nine, yeah. And I got the, the monster from it once running my mind over here. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, that's big. I saw that in all your Facebook and Instagram posts. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, it's a fun monster. Is that the one with Eric Roberts? Uh-huh, yeah, Eric yeah. Roberts, Olaf Ray. Yeah, how was he? Apple, Walmart, Best Buy, He's, like, supposed little. to be the nicest dude on the planet. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, super, he, like, talks really soft, apparently. And... <laughs> <laughs> if you ever heard of Eric Roberts, he doesn't have, like, every single take. Oh, really? <laughs> every take. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing he says every like third take is, you know, I think that was my best performance. You know, I I, I don't want to jinx it, but I think think that was the best. Every third. (laughs) Does that mean he's done now? Move on. Yeah, we we filmed him for four days for it once, but every day is the same. Yeah. (laughs) I think, I think that one was my best. <laughs> like, 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 yeah. You're, you're not going to get that. And I heard that yesterday and the day before. I agree. You're nailing it. Yeah. <laughs> what, was the most, what was the most amount of takes that you ever had with an actor? Hmm. Oh, my God. 
I I work like Roger Corman. I'm like, okay, one take, two takes, we got it, moving on. You know what I mean? Whether it's good or bad, it's in the can. We, we got movies to make. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, and people are going to love it or hate it. Either way, yeah. you could have <laughs> the best performance and people are going to hate it. Yeah, and I, I know the talent that I'm working with. <laughs> yeah. They don't have it on the first take, it ain't getting better. Wow. It's probably downhill for me, you know what I mean? Takes three, they're like exhausted. They're like, ah, dialogue. You're like, oh, yeah, we got it. Moving on. Do, do you think the key is to have less dialogue heavy, like, movies? I mean, yeah. Film is a visual media, right? So, like, yeah. who really cares about dialogue? You get some rubber monsters and naked girls. Got a movie. That's right. <laughs> that's how we're doing it for fifteen years. <laughs> I think that's Chris's uh, Chris's ideal uh, motion too. Is just do naked girls and blood. Well, our theory, theory is you got to have a, a nude sheet or a kill every ten minutes. Yeah, that's the Friday the Thirteenth formula. Yeah. It works. It, you know, it, it, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. Yeah. I mean, it's been working it works. all this time. You know what I mean? It's, there's definitely a market for it. I mean, I toured the country for seven years selling my movies that way. You know? Hey, you want to see a movie? It's got a celebrity you've heard of from the 80s, Naked <laughs> Girls and Rubber Monsters. And they're like, take my money. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, let me see I'll them titties. Titties! Yeah. Love me some titties. You say it like you don't, though. The way you said that was like, cover up. <laughs> is this our first conversation ever? I don't know. I think we, we literally talked about boobs like every... High a lot. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> anyway. Well, that's every day, too. Yeah. Pretty much. Dude, I got lost coming here. I've been here fucking 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> I texted him 45 minutes early saying that's going to be 15 minutes late. <laughs> I thought it was noon. It was only 11. It was only 10. That's how high Fuck. he was today. <laughs> well, dude, I've been up since like 4 with my baby. And then I had to get my daughters ready for school, which is like a whole nother battle. It's a whole nother nightmare getting girls ready in the morning. Yeah. Crazy. One doesn't look good. She's wearing her pants. She can't wear her shirt. Well, she always wears my shirt. She always wears my stuff. Slam, get out of my room. Slam the door. That kind of stuff. Yeah. All day. And then I finally get him in the car. That's terrible. You know. And then get him to school. Yeah. I think that was like what made me home, not want to have kids now. Joint, and then I thought I was late for the show. <laughs> we're here. We're doing it. You crush it. Fatherhood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's your daddy? Wait, nope. <laughs> Different kind of movie. Now my kids are older, I look at people with little kids and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I just had a newborn, so what the fuck are we doing? Uh, James, do you have kids? I have a stepdaughter. Okay. Okay, How, how's that working out for her? How old is she? She is 14. Oh, wow. Oh, I was this brain. Yeah. How, how old was when you guys... Uh, 
when she became your stepdaughter, how old was she? 11. So 11 and 14. Oh, so you got off easy. Does she love your movies? Is she allowed to watch them? Yeah, she's in there once, but she loves Troll too. I got her into Troll oh, yeah. movies. So. That's <laughs> almost like a brainwashing system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you like have to really convince someone to like that movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Collab podcast. Yeah, no, it's it's been amazing. It's super fun. I appreciate it, guys. I'm sorry I got wrong. No, yeah, no, that's absolutely great. perfect timing. Good luck with everything, man. Look forward to seeing more. Thank you. Do something soon. Thank you, sir. Pleasure. Again, I'm sorry. I'll never let it down. I'll never let it down. <laughs> Chris Lato, Reaper Films, Tony D. Tone Deaf in Florida and Joe Davison, thank you so much. This show is sponsored by Walters Worldwide Wipes.